Steve. Hello, mate. How you doing? Good. How you been, man? Yeah, not bad. You? Uh, good. I, I was just thinking the last time I saw you and I had you on my show, we were on the Monsters of Rock cruise and you were playing with That's British right. Lion. That's right, yeah. Which you've got yeah, coming up again, right? You're going to be doing early yeah. early next year. Yeah, well, they, they offered straight away for us to do it the following year, but we, we couldn't. So um, we just straight away said, yeah, we'll do it the, the year after that. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it again. It was a lot of fun. Really I'm, good. I mean, of course, we're going to talk some Maiden in a second, but but before we do, just tell me what have you have you got other stuff lined up with British Line as far as more music and a new record coming, or what are your yeah, plans yeah, with that? Yeah, we've yeah we've um, we've got all that on the go. Yeah, we've got the new album's finished, and um, we're going to try and get it out by the end of this year. So um, it should all be ready for when we do Monsters of Rock, and we're talking about doing some uh, at the moment. We're just trying to pen in some um, US shows around that. Well, that's awesome. Well, I guess we'll talk more about that when a record is coming. Would you have a tentative release date for it? Um, no, not exactly, no. But I mean, I know roughly when I want to try and release it. It's just a question if we can get everything in place um, in time, which hopefully we, we will. It's crazy how where time goes, but um, hopefully we can get it all. You know, I'd like to get it out by sort of November, really, but we'll have to see. Well, look forward to that. Look forward to a second record from British Lion coming soon in those live shows, and we'll be seeing you again on uh, on the Monsters of Rock cruise. I'll be on there broadcasting again, so we'll have to do it again. That was a fun time. Did you enjoy cruises overall, Steve? Did you enjoy that experience? I really enjoyed it. It was great fun. I really, yeah, it was. I mean, it's the first time I'd ever been on on a cruise, so yeah, I didn't know what to expect really, but it was great. Yeah. It was actually even better than I expected. So uh, I don't know what I expected really, but it was it was really good fun. Really enjoyed it. And and real quickly, is it true? Somebody had told me this. I know you live on one of the islands, right? Did you? Did we actually stop on an island that you live at? <laughs> no, but when when they changed it because we were originally supposed to be going to Jamaica, which I've not been to, they changed it to uh, you know an, an island that's actually very close to where I am. But it wasn't the actual island that I, I'm on. No. Uh, I was going to say you could have uh, you could have slept in your own bed one of the nights if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about this tour. Finally, you know, here in America, I think all the Maiden fans were getting a bit nervous because the Legacy of the Beast tour had pretty much played almost all over the world. But we were waiting and hoping that you would do a run in America, and now you've just started, and it's really a probably the most extensive touring you've done here in the U.S. Uh, in a while, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm, you know, really looking forward. We've only just started. We've only done two shows so far, third ones tonight. So, um, I'm really, yeah, it's really good. And um, yeah, we did like Europe last time round, and we sort of planned that we would come over this side of the pond at some point. And so it's now. And um, yeah, I mean, we didn't do the rest of the world, and we still have other places we haven't done yet as well. So, um, yeah, but you know, it's yeah, long term. Um, doing uh, Central South America as well, you know, tied that in as well, which is great. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Good, really good. And and the tour is called Legacy of the Beast because it's actually, the name is actually after a video game that you've released. Could you tell me about that? Yeah, it's, it's been out a while now. Um, you know, lots of people seem to like it. I'm not really a video gamer, but I did go down to the, you know, where they developed it. And, um, you know, I really enjoy what they were doing there and, you know, the way they were doing it, the good people doing it and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. And I think it's another way of, you know, getting across to some, maybe some new people who would sort of not maybe get into us before that. And uh, I think by, I think it's actually worked. I think a lot of people have got into the band and or, or even, if you know, if there was already a bit into the band, have got into other albums and other music of the band 
just purely through the game. And so, you know, it's just another avenue of getting across to people. So, yeah, it's great. So is the set list and the songs that you play in this show, is it inspired by the video game? Or are these songs featured in the game? Yeah, most of them are. Yeah, um, not all of them, but yeah, most of them. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's kind of loosely based. The show is loosely based on the game, but there are quite a few elements. I mean, I'd like to get a few more elements in there, really, from the game, because I think the graphics are so good. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, you know, every time you guys tour, there's always a lot of discussion about the set list because Maiden now have so many records. You you obviously put out, still put out a lot of great new music. And then, of course, all the classic stuff. It's hard to believe uh, going all the way back now to 1980 with the first record. So this tour and, and this set has really around the world been a, a, a great crowd pleaser. People have really loved what you've done here for you personally, Steve playing this stuff, whether it be older or newer, what are the highlights for you in the show? What are you most enjoying playing on this set? Um, I'm really enjoying all of it, but yeah, I suppose at a certain point, I, I mean, I like playing the more, you know, sort of difficult or technical songs. And, uh, but then again, I'm really enjoying playing Icarus. We haven't played that for a long time either. And we're actually playing it slightly more up-tempo than the, the actual original albums, which, you know, I think is where it should have been in the first place, in my opinion. But So I'm enjoying it, you know, and, um, it's, yeah, I mean, the whole set's really enjoyable to play. Um, so I didn't choose the set, though, funny enough. Um, usually me and Bruce choose it together, but um, it was actually... Well, I got it wrong in the foot. I thought it was Bruce that chose it, but apparently it was Rod. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's good. So Rod actually... It doesn't matter whose who's idea it is, is. You know, any good idea is a good one. So yeah, you know, it, who comes in with it. It's funny you mentioned about the tempo of, of Flight of Icarus, which I'm, I'm also thrilled that you're playing live. But I was listening to um, the Live After Death record, which I hadn't listened to in a long time. And there's definitely times where you guys have definitely changed up some tempos on some of the stuff live, huh? Yeah, well, I think when you do an album at the time, you, you do what you feels right at the time. Um, sometimes it doesn't feel right at the time, but it still ends up going down like that or whatever. But um, most of it's just how you feel at the time. But then you go out and play it with a bit of adrenaline and, you know, it's just a little bit more, a bit, bit up. Sometimes you don't want it to get too far because, you know, like a steam train kind of thing, you know, you just don't want it to run away with itself. But um, sometimes it's just pure adrenaline and stuff like that. But... Um, you know, it's kind of, with us, it's, it sort of sounds best to me when it's sort of on the edge and um, just has that fire to it. But if it goes over that edge, it can be too much. And if it's kind of under it, then the last thing you want to be is kind of ploddy. But, um, but you know, I think we've found, you know, a really good happy medium now with most of the stuff. I was really personally thrilled you were doing Revelations in the show. I was really glad to see that back in. That was always a, a favorite of mine. It's got to be a blast to be doing that one again too, getting the crowd all into it with that, you know, that that uh, call and response part. Yeah, it's just a really good song. I mean, it stands at you know, a good song stands the test of time, and so yeah, it's it's, uh, it's out there with some of our best songs, I think. And speaking of good songs and talking about the set, and for folks listening, Iron Maiden will be playing two nights in Brooklyn uh, coming up Friday and Saturday night, this Friday and Saturday at the Barclays Center. And then, of course, we're broadcasting to all of America and Canada, so just go to ironmaiden.com. Uh, the shows are all over the U.S. and Canada. Make sure you catch one on the Legacy of the Beast tour. But going back to the set for a second, Steve, um, you you guys have always made uh, space in sets in the sets 
uh, for songs from the two albums you did with Blaze Bailey, and you've do- you're doing one from each record. Is that correct in this tour? Um, well, we're doing one. Yeah, we're doing one. Yeah, exactly. We're doing Clansman, which is from Virtual Eleven, and uh, we're doing. Um, oh, I've got a mental block on it. <laughs> um, oh, I can't think of the other one is right off the. Oh, yeah, Sign of the Cross. Right, Sign of the Cross, which is from X Factor. So, yeah, but I mean, Bruce is really. We've done them before anyway with Bruce, but um, he, he really likes those songs, and uh, so you know, he was really happy to do them. And I'm not going to complain because you know I'm happy with doing them songs, but. Uh, but I think it just mixes the set up a bit. Um, I know those albums are not as well known as some of the other albums, especially over here. But you know they're really good, good songs and live. I think you know they come into their own. So um, yeah, it makes for an interesting set. When you personally look back at that period for Maiden and those records, as you mentioned, not not as well received, and it wasn't uh, the band at the, at the peak of popularity, at least here in America. But when you look back on those records, do you feel good about them? Do you still you you clearly still stand behind the material in the songs, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, I said at the time that I thought a lot of people would, you know, in, f- in the future, get into those albums a lot more and uh, maybe understand them a bit more and give them more of a chance. And that's what's happening. And you know, loads of people are, you know, really enjoying those albums more now. And so, you know, I think they just had some really, really good songs on both those albums and they stand up to me as, you know, most of our other albums. But it's like anything. I think you need to sort of hear stuff a few times. And I think people, a lot of people couldn't get past the fact that we had a different singer and it was one of those things. But uh, it was well received more in the rest of the world. The US was a little bit more awkward, but um, I think a lot more people are finding that they're, you know, they're giving it a, ch- a second chance, if you like, and um, actually really enjoying them. Talking with Steve Harris. Steve, for people who have not seen the Legacy of the Beast tour yet, and there's many because, as you said, the tour is just getting started. You'll be out there for a while. But the other big thing that everybody is uh, talking about above and beyond the set list and how great the band sounds live is the production. And... Gosh, Iron Maiden is known for gargantuan stage productions over the over the tours and all the decades. But this one, by all accounts, even outdoes some of the stuff you've done in the past. Can you talk a little bit about what went into the show and the presentation for this tour? Yeah, I mean, we put up a bit more money into it. You know, we're supposed to kind of, kind of actually the stuff that we were doing. Um, but we wanted to do something that was just taking it a little bit further and pushing the boundaries a bit. And uh, it's worked. I mean... You never really know 100% when you're doing stuff with a new production until you get to the production rehearsal where it's going to really work as well as you want it to. But uh, I think this one has exceeded all expectations, really. It's, it's really great. You know, of course, I'm facing the other way and whatever, but I saw it on production rehearsals and this and that and the other, and I think it looks really, really good. And, um, yeah, I think people are just raving about it, and that's great. You know, I was thinking the other day, I came across a photograph, and I don't expect you to remember this, but back in 2000, I came to your offices in England and did a national radio special for the Brave New World record and the uh, the, the reintroduction of Bruce and Adrian coming back into the band. It's hard for me to believe that that was 19 years ago already that that all happened. And if you look at Iron Maiden, you know, the two, the two different phases with Bruce from when he left to when he came back in 2000. I mean, this this whole past 19 years has been pretty remarkable because in most parts of the world, uh, after decades, the band is seemingly bigger than than you've ever been. 
Yeah, it's amazing, really. I don't know where the time goes. It's crazy, it's scary, really, what, what happens with the time. But, um, yeah, it just seems to be getting bigger and better. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? You take it all day long. It's, it's great. We're, we're really enjoying it. Everyone's enjoying it. Um, you don't know how long we're going to sort of be doing it for. So everyone's looking at it. You know, we're just totally enjoying every gig and taking each day as it comes, really. Well, along those lines, how is Bruce doing? Because we shouldn't forget that Bruce was obviously very ill there for a while, battled cancer, and I, I've seen him and talked to him since. He seems to be doing great. It was remarkable the last time you guys toured for Book of Souls, how good he was, what a long set you guys played. Uh, seemingly, no one would ever know he was coming off of uh, of beating cancer. His health is okay? Everything is fine with his him? His stamina? Yeah, his health is, is great, and he's doing really well, and he's enjoying it. Um, and I think, you know, obviously his outlook on life is, you know, maybe different to before. And he's just really, really positive about everything. And, it's, you know, it's great. All good. Yeah, and you, you alluded to this kind of a second ago where you said, you know, you don't know how much longer you guys can keep doing this. Maiden have to deliver and are expected to deliver a big, high-energy show. You're not up there sitting on a bar stool, strumming an acoustic. When will you know, how will you know that the time to put Maiden to bed has come? Have you thought about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we'll all feel that. If, we're not, if we feel we're not cutting it anymore, then you know we'll discuss it, and that, that'll probably be the end of it. But at the moment, we don't feel like that. We feel like we're definitely still uh, you know, pulling our weight, so to speak. And, um, you know, we'll just... Doing well. You know, I think, you know, so far so good. I don't want to tempt fate, but we are doing good. Well, I say that all the time about my favorite bands. You never, you can look at so many of them that are still so good so many years on. The only time as a fan that I say, well, maybe they should start about ha hanging up is when key members aren't there or they're not nearly as good as they once were. Uh, you know, you and I, I know, are huge UFO fans, and they've announced their final tour. And as much as I love that band, and as great as Phil still is, and, and sadly we just lost Paul Raymond, I said, you know what? Okay, that seems to kind of make sense. They're still pretty good, but they're going out uh, still relatively strong, but they know the, the end is coming as far as their ability to play well. So it's just kind of, you know, I guess feeling it out and knowing when... You you go out respectfully and still strong. Well, I think it's a personal thing, obviously. So, you know, if they feel it's the right time, when it, you know, when is the right time? I suppose, you know, I, I presume you'd know when that was. You wouldn't need your best friend to tell you that. I think you would know it yourself. So, um, you know, I think we will know as well if that time, if and when that time comes. Do you feel good physically? You you guys you guys are such a physical band. You're on a giant stage running around. Uh, we all are getting older, aches and pains and stuff. Is it is it hard to get up there the next day, or do you feel good physically? Um, I'm actually feeling pretty good at the moment. I thought I'd feel a lot worse than this because usually the first couple of weeks is is the toughest, and it, it is even with you when you're 35, let alone you know the age we are now. But um, so now at the moment I'm feeling, you know, I can't speak for the others too much, but I'm feeling really good. So but I've been preparing for it as much as I can, maybe not as prepared on this tour as before, possibly, you know, but, uh, you know, running every day and stuff like that or whatever. But, um, no, I feel good. Um, I wish I'd played more football or soccer as you call it, but, um, over the last year or whatever, I haven't played much of that, but I've been doing lots of running, playing tennis and stuff. So, you know, I actually feel pretty good at the moment, but, I, you know, it's only two gigs in, but, um, yeah, not bad. 
Two more quick things, Steve. I know you have a show and then I'll let you go. I'm curious, you know, I read and I had Bruce on for my show uh, for his book. Did you read his book? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, I read it. I think it's good. I mean, you know, he could have been a little bit more open with it. Some people were complaining, but, you know, he wrote what he wanted to write. I thought it was quite funny in a way because he was writing a lot of it when he was on the road, you know, or actually in a dressing room or whatever, and that's kind of what he does. He can... I don't know. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I sort of admire, admire it that he can. But I just said to him, "Oh, you, you're one of them annoying kids at school that should do their homework <laughs> in the dinner hour," and he just laughed. <laughs> well, he told me he actually wrote it with pen and paper, which I was blown away by. They actually hand wrote the book. I was like, oh, "Wow!" Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, but it was just you know, it was just scribbling down bits, you know, here and there, and you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how he does it really, but he. Um, I, I can't. I need to kind of be more focused on what I'm doing. I suppose I don't know, but uh, he, he more. You know, I can't say he got away with it because it was it's really good and it did really well. And you know, good luck to him. But I couldn't work like that. And uh, but I might admire people that can. Do you have any interest in writing a book at all? I, well, that's the thing. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't mind writing one. And there's a few things I'd like to put out there to get things right. There's lots, you know, over the years, of things have been said and what isn't. You know, I'd like to put them right, but. As I said, if I do it, I'd like to do it as a little project that I'd really sort of take time over. And at the moment, I don't have time to do that, really. And, you know, all the rage these days seems to be either biopics or documentaries. Have you ever been approached or considered doing something like that for Iron Maiden? Um, well, again, it's just the finding the time to do it. It's just really difficult. I mean, um, I don't know. We would have to see. Steve, I appreciate the time. Last thing, you you have on the road with you uh, your son's band. Is that correct? Raven Age? That's right, yeah. Tell me a little yeah, bit about them and people coming to the shows. Tell them a little bit about uh, about yeah, them. They're, they're doing great. They just signed a new deal um, the other day in, in North America, well, the world, actually, with a you know company called Explorers. Very exciting. And uh, they're doing really well. Um, you know, yeah. Their album, I think their album is absolutely fantastic. I really do. I think it's a world-class album. But, I mean, I'm, you might, people think I'm biased, but I, I would be the harshest critic too. But um, they got, you know, the new singer, um, and I think he's taken him to another level as well. No disrespect to the last guy. I thought the last guy was great, actually. But the new guy is just um, he's killing it. I think he's just doing a great job on it and uh, smashing it. And I really, yeah, I think they're great. They're doing a really good job. They've, so far, they've, they've gone down really well. Um, they're just a really good musical band with, with really strong songs, good players. So, yeah, it's all good, really. Well, a number of years ago, you had I remember you had your daughter, Lauren, opening some shows for Maiden. Is she still active in music, or is she not pursue that, that anymore? She moved into doing acting now. So, oh. Um, yeah, she's, I don't know, she's gone from the frying pan into the fire. It's a tough <laughs> industry we're in, and then she's got into an even harder one. So, uh, I don't know, it's... Uh, it's difficult, but uh, no, she's really enjoying what she's doing right now. So um, maybe in the future she'll come back and do do some couple of things. She's got some material, a really strong material that that, that, that was never released. So we'll, we'll see. 
Well, listen, I know you have a show. I appreciate a few minutes, and I remind everybody to see Iron Maiden on the Legacy of the Beast tour. Uh, go to ironmaiden.com for a date, and if you're in the New York area, Brooklyn, two shows at the Barclays Center this coming Friday and Saturday. A lot of uh, me being a New York-based guy, Steve, I know Maiden as a, whether it be the Meadowlands or whether it be the Garden or whether it be Long Island Nassau Coliseum or now the new Barclays Center, uh, you guys have a ton of uh, history and I'm sure great memories in New York City, right? Yeah, yeah, it's always been great for us, and the uh, audience has always been great. I've always enjoyed being there, playing there, and um, yeah, it's, yeah, I always enjoy it, so looking forward to it. All right, well, I'm sure you'll have everybody out there in force. I look forward to catching a show soon. Again, ironmaiden.com to find a date wherever you're listening to go see one of the all-time greats, Iron Maiden, and one of the all-time greats, Steve Harris, joining me for a few minutes here on Trunk Nation. Uh, Steve, thank you so much. Say hi to all the guys, and I look forward to seeing you soon. I will do, Mike. Cheers. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.